Invincible just punched that little girl. China. Multiverse. The multi... Ooh, the multiverse. Welcome back, multiverse. We here on Earth greet you with open arms. We welcome thee. Ooh, can you imagine if there were multiple people, multiple me's? That'd be very annoying. That would be awesome. No. That would, would be awesome. No, ooh, would. I got my radio voice on today. I woke up like this. So, um, yeah, welcome back, everybody, to the White Beard and TK podcast. I am one of your hosts. I'm the best one in the room right now, and I am T. Anthony, also known as the White Beard Dude. So, and um, standing next to me is... Elmo. No, what? Elmo. Oh. Dear me, it's that person, the other half of the team. And guess what? Today it is Monday. Happy Dead Day, everybody. Yes, that's right. It Today it is time to get into The Walking Dead. But not only do you have The Walking Dead, but we have another show that just came out that we're going to be sharing with you. So for today, you not only get one episode, but you, you get, get two. two. You, you get, get two. two. You, you get, get two, two episodes, episodes in one. one. Oh, we got to do that again. One, two, three. You get two, you get two, you get two episodes in one. And I can do that again. It'll work from there. So that's right. We have The Walking Dead episode what? 20 something. Wow, really? 21. What was the name of the episode? Diverged. Diverged. And what else? Invincible. Yes, Invincible. Robert Kirkman does it again. Now... Some of you people out there, you know Robert Kirkman a lot better than I do. You guys have been um, reading his comic books, especially the Walking Dead comic book. That is not us. We didn't get into it that way. We just watched the TV shows. And so when I saw that Invincible was coming out, I was like, well, this seems interesting. It's actually kind of cool. But first, but first, you want to do Invincible first or do you want to do the Walking Dead doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. Then we shall start with Diverged. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you've seen it. We've seen it. If you haven't seen it, you already know that you're going to get spoilers, so suck it up. We finally get the long-awaited, almost, Daryl and Carol episode. Mm -hmm. What we get is the beginning of the Daryl and Carol episode, as far as I am concerned, or whatever spinoff that they played that they said was going to be happening. Uh, we have a couple of theories on the spinoff. One, she said, and I'll let her get into it in a second, 
But first we had the Daryl origin story or the Daryl story of what he was doing during those years and he found dog and the lady. And then now we get the standalone Carol episode which still with the Daryl in it and that's why he had the diverged. Diverged means to separate, yes. Divergent to come together. Diverge is coming together or going out? No. Which one is it? Going out. You sure? Yes. Oops, my phone. So, really? So, uh, where were we? The episode. Right, so we start out with the two of them walking. Remember, they just left. And so we they pick up, out of all the other ones, this is the only episode that sort of picked up on our previous episode. As if we were still going straight through the year. Mm-hmm. But you know, Walking Dead always did that anyway. Remember in the early years, you see one thing, they bounce into another episode, they bounce into somebody else, and you never get back to what they were talking about to like two, three episodes down the line. Yeah. Which used to make me crazy. So we pick up where Carol and Daryl were before, once they they left, and um, they went to the house, and they were coming back. So now they're on their way, coming back, looking for some stuff they're supposed to be finding. They didn't find much. And then they break up. Why aren't you crying? Because it wasn't sad. Why wasn't it sad? They broke up. They parted ways. Because Daryl came back. No, you don't tell the end yet. We didn't even get through this episode. They broke up. And it was good because... We all know that Carol's been getting on everybody's nerves since she was acting a fool when it came down with the whispers. Connie is still missing and all that other good stuff. And although they're really, really good friends and everybody wants to put them in this massive relationship, she was doing some heinous nonsense the entire season and it drove a massive wedge between them and their friendship. So... Yeah, we got to the point where he they was walking off, and she's like, "Hey, he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I was, I was gonna say good luck, <laughs> bye, see ya, go on your way." Yeah. And then dog had to choose. Silly dog. Mom, Dad, which one do I go with? <laughs> and then he goes with Carol. Silly dog. Why are you just sitting there looking at me? Go ahead, say something. Say, say something. Um, I mean, Carol needed more help. Emotionally. Did she really? Yes. Sure she did. Carol needs some help mentally. So lo and behold, she shows up back in Alexandria, which is falling apart. We see Jerry with his big old self with a tiny little cool hat being Jerry. Sup, dude? Hey, dude. And He's, he's farming. It's Farmer he's Jerry. being a farmer. It's Farmer Jerry. And she was like, I'm going to make some soup. And he was like, well, actually, there's no food. The solar panels don't work. And people were up in Michonne's kitchen. So. Yeah, Maggie's people up in Michonne's kitchen. Like, hold on a second. First of all, 
Who said Maggie gets to be in Rick and Michonne's house? No, 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 I'm not liking it. I'm not liking Maggie and her little crew anyway. Don't y'all don't just come back in and start taking over. The world's changed since Maggie's been gone. You know what I mean? Daryl's been holding things together. Um, the King's been doing things. Everybody's been working without her. So I'm really hoping that they're not going in that direction. That all of a sudden Maggie's the new leader. Because they were doing fine without her. So, you know, hopefully they'll smooth transition to be in it. So, yeah, that kind of annoyed me with them being in Maggie's house type of thing. Being in, in Michonne's house. Michonne ain't dead. Mm -hmm. She's just out on a voyage. Yeah. Looking for people. And we still got some people who missing. We got to get back anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so they're occupying the kitchen and roll on. Um, so she goes to hunt. For herbs. Herbs. <laughs> they were looking for herbs. Um, she collects everything that was left in the pantry. Um, Which was, was what? Like, Eye of Newt? <laughs> and she was like, uh, well, I got a, a, a crock pot or something. Whatever that was. And so she she got that. Um, there was a, a rat. They had rats. Which we didn't know because while she's putting the food together, her little shrubs, dog is in the other room tearing up the entire house. Yeah. And Looking she, for the rat. And she called, she, she yelled, yelled at, at him. him. And she told him to stay in the house. He couldn't go outside. He couldn't go anywhere. I'm like, why are you doing a dog? Dog's an outside dog. Why are you making dog noises? Because she yelled at dog. You're so weird. Whatever. So anyway, yes, poor little dog was trapped inside the little house while she went to go back to the kitchen. She set a rat trap. Because guess what was going to be in that soup? Ratatouille. Rat, rat soup. Which, you know, actually the whole soup thing was kind of funny before the rat because I told you she's probably going to use a rat. But when she was telling Jerry about stone soup, and was explaining to what the story was about, about Stone Soup, because he said, they don't have this, they don't have that, and something else is going wrong. And he said, you ever heard the story of Stone Soup? So she explains the story about Stone Soup, the stone, and everybody get the stuff together. If you don't know what that is, go to our earlier podcast from last season. I did a whole thing on what we can learn from Stone Soup. So I was pretty cool with this is going to be that Stone Soup thing. So at the end, when they were done, Jerry never heard her. He said, oh, well... Hopefully you won't have to use a stone. <laughs> you had to be there. Why did you just turn away like that? Anyway, she wanted to go get the herbs. And she went on a killing spree. The herbs. Of walkers. See what I mean? She needs emotional help. Yeah, but what was she saying when she was killing the walkers? She was like, that none of them were going to get away. Where do you think you're going? <laughs> Carol, was, Carol, Carol was a little nuts. She had blood all on the bucket. I was, I was a little disappointed because I'm like, why didn't we see the Walker kills and the blood flying all over? I know the 2020 screwed up productions and stuff. And I'm like, come on, man. This is The Walking Dead. 
So we saw nothing. We just heard her talking and we saw her moving her arms. But then when she comes back walking into, uh, oh, what's this stuff? She's covered all up with blood and so with the little head. She was like, what happened? And she was like, oh, nothing. <laughs> I was just looking at flowers. And then she, um, she gets the solar panel working. So now she has power. Everything's fine. And then the sun goes down. So there's no power. Yes. Um, and then, well, everything dies. And so she's like, okay, well, I'm just going to go to bed. We can always have soup tomorrow. Right, buddy? She says to the dog. And I'm like, y'all have been starving. Yeah, dog ain't, dog ain't happy. Yeah, they have been starving. Jerry was like, you know, food would help because they have no food. Everything was dried up because the Whisperers came in and destroyed everything all over the region during that war. So now they really have to start over from the beginning mm -hmm. and replant stuff. And where they're going to get seeds from, I don't have a clue unless somebody has a stockpile of heirloom seeds somewhere that they can now come back out and plant. This is going to be interesting to see what they do with that for season 11. Because, yeah, if everything was destroyed and you don't have any seeds sitting around, you can't replant your crops. Yeah. Which, by the way, is really good for people who have homes and gardens and stuff, to, you know, to, to invest in some heirloom seeds and, you know, seeds and stuff and have that stocked away. Because you never know. I mean, what 2020 has sort of proven to people and shown them is that Anything can happen, and it takes the slightest, the little slightest tweak, turn, or push before the people in society who have some brains in their head act real dumb. Act real dumb. Hand sanitizer, food flying off the shelves, and so, yeah, should always be prepared as much as you can, and if you don't know how, to start learning, but I don't know how they're going to come back from that. Unless they have seeds stockpile. Um, okay. Okay, whatever. Someone down, no soup, everybody's hungry, she goes to sleep, and then dog wakes her up in the middle of the night. And he's like, No, get up, get up. There's something. I'm hearing a sound. And so she gets up and she's hearing the rat crawl around. Because it, it was that after it escaped from the box? Yes, she went to get it and escaped from the box. And went back into the wall. She so. tried to grab it by the tail. She dropped it like a knucklehead. It ran away, and then she chased it. Yeah. And so. Dog now just sat there staring at her the way she was staring at him, looking crazy. Like, what's wrong with you, human? So, later in the nighttime, she woke up. She got up, went outside, and she was like... I'm going to get you. And she started carving out a hole with a knife in the wall trying to get the rat. And eventually she just had an emotional breakdown and tore down the entire wall. Why had to be an emotional breakdown? She was trying to get that rat. No, that's not what that was. Yes. Continue. No, finish. Okay. Um, and then and after meanwhile, that, back at the ranch, what was happening with Daryl? His bike broke down. Yes, you totally forgot about that, didn't you? 
So his bike broke down, and before he left, he gave her his multi-tool, um, his little leather man, and he gave it to her and said good luck and sent her on her way. So that's what she was using to prepare the, the panel, the pot, and everything else that was needed so she can start making this food. So meanwhile, while she's back at the ranch, he's out there just trying to go on his merry way, hang out for a little bit longer out in the, out in the road, but the bike breaks down and he goes to fix it and he has no tool to fix it with. So he pulls out his knife and that, I said from the beginning, it was too big. She had to cut it because he was leaking some sort of fuel. I think it was oil. So he's looking for some tubing. So he goes rummaging through cars. He fine and coming up empty. Got a, he got a tube over here. Goes another car, gets another tube. And then he's looking for things that he could put the tube together with. And then that's when you spotted the guy. I didn't even know it was there. The, uh, the army zombie. Yeah. And he had like his little utility pack on. Yes, he had the survival pack, and he pulled out of that some things he can get out of it. Um, he found some MREs, a nice pack of them, and some more MREs as he found another one. And then he went and tried to find, to get something else. And then I spotted the second zombie, and he took him out, grabbed his pocket tool, and then he had, he had a whole stash, though. He had a whole stash of food and stuff. And then you noticed the whole thing of, like, why didn't anybody take their ammo? Mm -hmm. But they are missing guns. And this is when I said, hold on a second. Something's hanky here. We're focused on him getting the tool and getting the stuff he needs. But then I said, there's something hanky. Why were there so many soldiers? Then I thought about Maggie when that guy came up who they said they were the Reapers, and that guy who came who snuck up on him and he set up the whole sniper nest and he was hiding with the little gilly suit, gully suit, I already said whatever it is, and then he blew himself up with a grenade. Like, where did he get that military stuff from? He had that military training. So I'm wondering if when we go down the road, if those army zombies were part of that whole thing. Hmm, something to think about. So he gets his little tool and starts working on his thing. So while she's tearing up the wall, he's tearing through cars. So they keep flipping back and forth. He's going through the cars trying to get the tube and stuff he needs. She's going through the thing trying to get a little extra protein for, for their soup. Um, okay. Yes. Breaks down the wall cries a little bit, gets angry a little bit, and then goes back to sleep. And she wakes up. And no, so, she tore up that wall. What she gave with yes. a hammer? She started with a little knife, then she moved the hammer. But go on. It was just her hands. Go on. Um, and then, so she's cleaning it up, and she next day, she gets up and makes soup, and it's sunny outside, and then Jerry stops by. So he was telling her these quotes from the king to like cheer her up and they hugged it out. They hugged it out. She was okay. Hug it out. You hug it out. You hug it, hug and then it the out. rat ran by. The rat escaped. And then after that, he was like, is that a, and she was like, yeah, yeah. And so and she was like, okay, the soup is done. And then everybody was happy. 
until so Daryl came back he, he comes back he rolls through the gate and she tries to give him back his multi-tool his Swiss army knife his pocket knife and he goes you can keep it I don't need you or my knife I got more so, I have soup you want some nah I'm good I'm tired I'm, I'm just gonna go up he's like how was dog and she was like he was good and I'm like <sighs> mom and dad are arguing yeah, we know why he didn't want to eat. He was tired because he was out there in an adventure fighting for just to get the two for his thing. And he didn't need no food because he had some MREs. And as he walked around the corner to the gate to go home, he just like waited to see if the garage was going to close. And she closed it. She was waiting was for him like, too. Girl, you, know, you should have went over there. You know how when, when you meet somebody and you walk and like, turn around, is she going to turn around? 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 Because you know, you get that second look that the person interested. So they stand there on the other side of the wall waiting for the other one. And then, yeah. It's just stupid. If you, listen, if somebody's interested in you, you'll know. You don't need a, a second look. Yeah, spoken like a young Padawan. Someday you'll learn. Anyway, are you done? Yes. I think that was, I really did like that episode. I liked it a lot. I like the um, the whole Jerry thing, which is always a great comic relief. Every time she does something, Jerry's peering around, looking at her. What are you doing? Oh, nothing. I'm just checking in on you. You know, if Ezekiel was here, Ezekiel would have a saying. What saying is that? I can't remember, but Ezekiel would have a saying for this right now. <laughs> so that was good. I like their exchange. Yeah. And um, so I missed them, that whole team of people. So, But these little episodes are, they serve it what they're supposed to be. I believe the next one is probably going to be the last one is the Negan episode, so... Mm -hmm. That's the only other one that's left. Anyway, so next up, Invincible. Now that we have your attention for the next few minutes or seconds, maybe even the next hour, okay, it won't be that long. I wanted to tell you about some new things that are coming up. You can support us by, as usual, as we've always said, but we have some new things that's going to be coming out in the next week or so. But in the meantime, we have a brand new Gmail that you can reach us at, and that's at whitebeardandtk at gmail.com. That's whitebeardandtk at gmail.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram. Where could they find us? At the whitebeardandtk podcast on Instagram. That's right. That's the Whitebeard and TK podcast on Instagram. Back to the show. And just like that, we're back. What do you have for them, Jay? Nothing. Nothing. So, Invincible is an adult com com conversation. Com oh, Lord. Good job. Is an, an adult cartoon. Adult cartoon. Adult. 
Adult, not for children. Say it again. Adult. Not for children. Adult. Not for children. 18 plus. Not for children. That's right. So, it says it has sexual content. It also says it has a language. So far, we've noticed the language. And, um, yeah, and it's coming from the mind of Kirkman, who, by the way, for some of you people who love The Walking Dead, you will love the fact that a lot of the actors are doing the voices, um, the voiceover work. So, that's really great. Some of them... Um, there's some people from there, and there's some people from other stuff, other big stars that are in there. Um, there are some voices that are noticeable and others who you will not know at all. Um, robots voices done by, what's that guy from Heroes and Star Zachary Trek? Zachary Quinton. Zach what? Zachary Quinton. Which, you'll know his voice. It's, it's like he's not even trying to disguise his voice as a robot, but his voice, I knew immediately that that was him. Um, the star of the show who plays Invincible is our favorite guy, Glenn. What's his real name? Steven Yoon. Steven Yoon. And his mommy is? Sandra Oh. Sandra And the dad who is, oh shoot, what's his name? Omni-Man? Yeah. Yes, Omni-Man. Omni-Man is? We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. That dude. You should have done it with me. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. The guy who did that, who who was um, that that movie that you hated the, with the jazz drummer, the teacher. You hate it so much. Yes, it's him. It's him. The guy from that other show, uh, Counterpoint, right? It's Counterpoint. Counterpart. Counterpart. I don't know his name. That's why I keep saying the guy. I know his name, but I can't remember it right now. So those are the three. J. J. K. Simmons. J. K. Simmons. Yes. So those are the lead guys right now. Um, that's the family, but it's great. I mean, you really can't tell the which. I I I knew who the father's voice. I kind of reckon. I'm like, I know that voice. That's the voice is familiar to me, who you've heard. But oh, so. The dad is a superhero, so the show opens up in episode one, which is called It's About Time or About Time? I think that was the second one. It doesn't matter. Episode one. Yes. 17-year-old kid in high school, and his dad's a superhero. His dad is Omni-Man. Omni-Man is the strongest superhero in all the world who come to our planet to help it, to be the sole protector, the sole protector of the earth. Except there's another group of people called the global. Shoot, just that fast, I lost it. Global protectors, I think. No, that is not it. But it was something. Yes, we'll get it together because <laughs> we'll be talking about this again. Um. So, yeah, and, and uh, there's a whole bunch of people like this fish dude, um, don't know his name, Darkwing. No, Dark, wait, is his name Darkwing? Yes. Darkwing, who was basically Batman 
is so funny. Um, and and my, my, my favorite of all of them was actually Darkwing and uh, um, not Wonder Woman. What's her name? I told you she's War like... War Woman. War Woman who had this massive mallet, this huge thing. That's, that's what I need, y'all. A female Thor. Make it look like that. Make it look like that. Yes. Anything she, else is unacceptable. Oh my gosh. And when she swung that thing and the sound of the metal ringing off the heads of the people she hit, boom. It was, it was great. It was great. I, that was... That was awesome. That was awesome sauce. Awesome sauce! What? I can say that. Awesome sauce! That was great. The bong off of that, and um, who else from that group I really like? The guy who was supposed to be like the Flash is called the Red Rush. Mm hmm. Uh, but the, oh, his great line. What a lie! When I have normal conversations with people, it it's, it takes so long. It's like, He's like, but you're different. <laughs> I'm like, okay, sure. I like hearing you, and I pay attention. Lies, <laughs> lies. But it was a good comeback. It was a good comeback. He kept the girl. That's smart move, smooth move at that. And so, um, you you see this whole thing with these blue twins. I forgot the name of the twins. Maybe I'll have it. We'll have it all together because the twins are back. More about that later. <laughs> well, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So the twins um, are wreaking havoc on the city, and as usual, just like in the um, Marvel universe and every other show and movie, when they destroy a whole city, and we wonder like. So you're just going to fix that back in the next scene? Which is crazy, because then somebody else does it, and they're like, you destroyed the whole city. They busted up the White House. <laughs> and I destroyed City Block. And now I, somebody, they're all mad at me. You know, only The Flash, I saw last week's episode, only The Flash, did they um, actually address that the city was torn up and they were rebuilding. I haven't seen it in any of the other superhero shows or movies. They never address the fact that they just tore up a whole daggone city. Yeah. I mean, it came close with Age of Ultron. Which is why was so good at her job because she did things with minimal damage. Elastigirl? Oh, you mean from this episode? From The Incredibles. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't mention that, so how do I know? There was a girl who stretched on... Oh, there was a guy who stretched, right? The Martian yes. dude? He stretched. Martian Man. Martian Man. Which, by the way... Love the name. Martian Man, Red Rush, because he rushed right by you. By the way, after the ending of the first episode, what happens to the little girl? I don't know, but can <laughs> we just get through the episode? So, you've got... These these local superheroes that have been saving the planet and doing this for years, we finally find this out by the time we get to the third episode. They've been doing this for years, and Omni-Man comes to the planet from the planet he comes from where they're so big and strong and they're awesome, and then they go out into the universe to help everyone. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that what we're all supposed to do? And so he came to Earth as its sole protector. 
but there are local people there. So he helped out, but he was never part of the global team, which apparently is being run by the government, you know, kind of like the Avengers when they were saying, oh, we're going to come under that protection and you guys are going to work for us. Yeah, it's kind of like what they're trying to do with Lois and Superman. Like, mm -hmm. hey, like Superman's like last week's episode. Not dude, I don't work for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't work for you. Hey. Yes. This is like the other Superman. Yes, it is. Yep. Yes, it mm -hmm. is. Uh-huh. That's crazy. So there's a lot of simulate, sim, simulate, sim, similes, simmer, simmer, simmering, suffering, succotash, whatever. So, by the way, that reminds me because in the recipe it said to simmer it for an hour. I saw this vegan chicken on TikTok. Vegan chicken? Can I know we stop it's calling not, these things I know meat? it's not meat, but it looked like meat. And if I ate it, you could probably tell me that it was meat, and I believe it. Okay. And it wasn't made out of vegetables. <laughs> it was made out of wheat. Thank you for that commercial break. You're welcome. Brought to you by vegan chicken. Almost like chicken. Almost like meat. But it's wheat. Vegan chicken. Eat and enjoy. It was so awesome. Anyway, so the teenage boy apparently didn't get his powers like he was supposed to because on the planet that his dad comes from, as we learn, um, I think by episode, I think this is episode one, he starts telling him about it because I believe the first one is about time because he got his powers. He would have gotten them younger, but he is half human, so he got it late at 17 years old and... We know this because he was out doing his job, working in a fast food restaurant, kicking open doors, mm -hmm. which people do, which is so stupid. When the bag's in your hand because the door always comes back and slap your back, which happened to him. Yep. <laughs> and he was like, okay, let me throw out the garbage. Threw one bag in the dumpster, went in. Threw the other one and went to space. All the way to space. Which, by the way, what comes up must go down. Yes. So, but we won't talk about that right now. So, he gets his powers, and then he decides to go out and say, "Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check out what I got." No, no, he told his parents that he had the powers, right? Yes. And the dad was like, "Huh." Mom kicked him under the table. He said, oh, that's great. And then he went off. And then he said something really weird. It'd be easier if he didn't have any powers at all. Yeah, I think the family would be better off if he didn't have any powers at all. And I didn't understand that. But I think... slammed the door. So slammed the door. And I think we kind of figure out what's going on a little bit. I'm not sure if I got the whole thing. Which is but, crazy. Because somebody was like, it'd be better off if you... Well, I don't have power, so it'd be better off if you were dead. I would hurt you. I would hurt you 100%. I wouldn't slam doors. Yeah. You can't just say that. So Dad said, we're going to get up in the morning, and we're going to go practice. I'm going to teach you some stuff. He couldn't sleep, so he got up, and he started flying and falling on his face. Hmm. Not gracefully trying to land. No. Which is 
funny because the day before in school, the day early in school, he got his butt kicked by the bully. Terribly yeah. got beat up, trying to stand up for some girl's honor, and um, he got his face smashed. But then, you know, anyway, so the next day, dad was like, okay, let's go get some training done, and they start training. He starts trying to teach him things about where he's from and his powers and all of the other good stuff. Okay. And all of the other good stuff. Yes. I can't remember what else happened that episode. But I do remember this because that was the one that woke me up and I was going, this is not bad. This is he pretty decent. He went back decent. to school after, though. And he was like, hit me. Well, that's after his dad hit him. I know. That was after the training, which we already talked about. And he goes he up to throat the punched him. But wait. <laughs> wait, wait, that, that is funny. That is funny. He said, hey, you gotta do you have to be prepared for anything. Okay. And then punched him in his throat. <laughs> Why did you do that? See, I, I would have got him. When he was like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hit you that hard. I would have punched him right in the chest. Back. Boom. Boom. Caught him off guard. Now what are you gonna do? But he looks so pathetic to Why did you do that? <laughs> that, was, that was a massive punch in his throat though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm still laughing this is the third time I'm going and I laughed but yeah so he does show back up in school to face the bully hit me <laughs> okay like, what <laughs> like what is wrong with you and then he does it repeatedly and he's just like what are you, what are you like you're a freak <laughs> You're weird. I'm gonna leave. And he just runs down the hallway. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like somebody wanted to beat you up and you're just like, okay. Yeah. And so moving on, we find the poor boy outside um, trying to <laughs> be Spider-Man. <laughs> he put on some gargles and ran out in the street. To go and fat, fat, fat some bad guys. Fat some bad guys. To fight some bad guys. And uh, was beating up this dude. Was named Titan. Oh! Titan was massive. Massive. Yeah. And he it, was just covered in rock. Which didn't last that long. Nah, the poor boy beat hit, beat the rock off him. He's like, who are you? I'm kind of trying to figure out. Because he didn't have a name yet. I'm kind of trying to figure that out. Yeah. And, um... So and then after that, he ran, not flew, didn't take a bus or a train or an Uber, ran to the dude that makes his dad's suit and was like, I got my name. It's invincible. No, it cut off. It didn't say invincible. Okay. It cut off and then they ran the, the, they ran the title screen. Invincible, which is kind of cool. They keep doing this. I don't know which episode it was that he finally got his name. Someone said something to him about being invincible, and actually said, "I got it." And he went back and said, "This is my name." Anyway, so here's how here's how the first episode ends. Title, credits roll, and you hear people talking in the background. It's the global protector squad people. Yep. They all assembled. War woman. Well, immortal before that they were having conversations with other people and this girl was like she was talking to a woman she was like don't you do enough for this country or for the world and she was like 
it's never enough. And <laughs> yeah. like, oh, well, actually. <laughs> then she went poof and disappeared. Anyway, so they all assembled, I think it was at their headquarters, right? Where they're usually at? Yeah. And they all assembled there and they were talking it like. Was dark. Like, why did you bring me here? I didn't. I thought you contacted me. I would tell them, like, oh. everybody stopped, and then you just see a flash of red because Red Rush moved to move the person out of the way. I think it was a model. Moved him out of the way. Omni Man. Omni Man. Protector of the Earth. And he shows up, and they're like, Omni Man, why are you here? And he's not answering. You know, old anime when when the when the person's eyes open up, they all go, "Oh, that was the kind of look that was on their face." And then the fight broke out. And he's like, "Wait a second, someone must be controlling him." Well, what do we do? I don't I, know. I don't think anybody was controlling him. Right, it's like between me and you. I mean, it's between us and him. I vote to protect us. I said, "Run and live to fight another day." That's what I said too. But they fought. And didn't live to it's another day. To protect the world. Okay. Listen, he hasn't killed any civilians. So. You can't protect the world if you're dead. Odds are he was just probably going to kill you and stop there. But. <laughs> yeah. So he. Um, uh, they had a massive fight. He got his butt toward up. War woman was bong, bong, upside his head. It wasn't enough, though. Yeah, it wasn't enough. She got her neck twisted and then died. Yeah, snapped her neck, turned around, blood flawed out of her neck. Um, the, the invisible girl, which I didn't tell you, is Shaniqua. The green girl. Who's Shaniqua? Shaniqua, whatever. Uh, the one from The Walking Dead. And then she went Saniqua? on to Sartre. Yeah, Shaniqua. It doesn't matter. She ever going to hear this? No. No, but you should pronounce people's names. I tried. I told you who she was. Now you pronounce it right. So now you know. She was the green ghostly girl. Green. It is green ghost, isn't it? No. I think it is green ghost. Um, either way. Yeah, he ripped her brains out. She did. Um, everybody's She dead. went, uh-oh. Ripped her brain out. Um, Heads were splattered. They head were was splattered. rolling. Um... Immortal man, is he the one whose head got cut off? Maybe. Yeah. There was a head. Why did you do that? And he took his hand, karate chop, and sliced his head off. And it was crazy. I'm like, what? What just happened? I wasn't expecting that at all. I'm watching the entire episode. I was not expecting this bloodbath. I'm like, oh, snap. Martian Man wrapped himself around Omni Man. They were just beating him up. They got a, a, a couple good hits in. They got a lot of good hits Red in. Rush just punched him in the chest repeatedly. You know, but Ripped through his whole shirt, everything. But in yeah. the end. In the end, he prevailed. He killed them, and he was laid out. And then... Um, I don't remember anything. I didn't see anything. It was too dark. Yeah, the science team comes in. They scrape up people, try to put them back together. But none of them lived. They all died, except for one guy, Omni Man. And I thought it was pretty obvious, you know, this is the only guy that survived. Yeah. People do crazy things all the time. They kill somebody and then ram their head into a door and say, it was self-defense. And so I don't know what is going on with him, but we get to episode two and it moves on. Invincible meets some teenagers 
a teen team or whatever it is, a teen, a, a team of teen superheroes. So he's going to join them. So he's hanging out with them. And one of the girls, a girl from his school, and then he kind of connected with her. But there's another girl from his school, which I said would be better because I think that he needs someone who's normal she's instead of someone who's super. Anyway. Yeah, she does seem to be a lot cooler. Um, and so they go in the fight, and these these aliens show up. It kicks their butts. Yeah. He gets shaken because he can't save the the old lady. Yeah. And then the Martians. He's like, are, I gotta help her, and he gets her to like a crater in the ground, and she still gets shot up anyway. Or was I feel like I I feel like like I want to say it was the impact from him jumping into the hole. Yeah. Um, because he was flying mm-hmm. when he went in. So she got broken up and he was like, I have to get her to the hospital after. And then she goes to the hospital and then things don't turn out so good. Yeah. But. They took her to the superhero hospital anyway. Yeah. But here's a funny thing. You know, Homeboy's name is listed as Martian leader, right? Uh-huh. But Robot said that those people who were coming to the planet had a different name. Yet he was le- he was he was listed as the Martian leader. So wouldn't that mean that the people who invaded were Martians? Yes. But Robot gave him a different name. Okay. Or somebody said that they you from called dogs dogs, but they have a scientific name. Okay. Anyway, they started dying off and we found out that their planet, wherever it was that they were at, and this is why I'm going here because he's listed as Martian leader, but you're saying whatever planet they're on, which can't be Mars. Anyway, they um, they started dying off, so they ran. <laughs> because in their planet, they age rapidly. So when they came here, so the atmosphere, and so they was like, woohoo, we beat them. And then they showed up three days later and their technology was even more superior. They lose that fight, they disappear, and they had years to do this, as you learned, that they'd go through years over there. And then they come back with some even better tech and kick their butts. And Omni-Man shows up. Yes. From the Wait, hospital. I have to... Omni-Man, protector of the Earth. Okay, go ahead. And he's beating everybody up. And whatnot. And they start fleeing again. Then he jumps through the portal. And then it cuts. Right. Because he's... Everyone's... Go ahead. Omni-Man. And then everyone's back home. And he's like, Mom! Dad, is... he jumped through the portal. She was like, oh, that's like a normal Tuesday. Yeah. He'll be back. Like, he'll be late for dinner, but he'll be back. And she was like, I'm sure he's just... Telling them why they should leave us alone. Oh, yeah. He was telling them why. He was like, I don't think you get it. And then just starts killing everyone. (laughs) Again. You can't invade Earth. And he destroys his whole entire civilization. He just comes back home. Comes back home like it was nothing with a big old beard because clearly he's been there for years. But it was like five minutes far at home. Um, A little bit prior to that, though. After the second time they invaded, I believe. The kid goes to the hospital. He's like, I'm looking for the, the the old lady. And then the receptionist was like, oh, she died. 
That's like, messed oh, up. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? And the yes. dad was like, okay, get over it. Okay, psycho. <laughs> so fast forward to episode three. Who you calling ugly? They have to now, they have the funeral for the fallen heroes. And then now they have to reassemble some heroes. And the global network of military, whoever these people are, that's what I'm going to go with. Um, there are two things happening at the same time. There's an investigation for who killed the people, and that's being done by Dark Blood. Yeah, Damien Dark Blood. Damien Dark Blood, which is basically is Constantine. A, a demon. And right. he's trying to save his soul. Yes, which is Constantine, pretty much. But it doesn't really matter because it's yeah, still cool. Yeah, but Constantine cool. was still a person. Yeah, but this, it doesn't really matter, right? It's still cool. David Dog's like, oh. he walks in and everything gets kind of cold. Yeah. <laughs> so he's investigating what's going on. The government is like, it's done, they're dead, and why are you here? And so he's still investigating. So that stuff is still happening in the background. There's still that investigating going on. And so we get to episode three. They have the ceremony for the fallen heroes, and now they have to reassemble a new team. And the government guy asked Robot to lead the team. Robot used to be part of the team, the team, the team team of superheroes. So now he wants him to lead him because he said he's pretty good. So we have Robot trying to assemble a new team of new superheroes. So they start getting superheroes from all over who had always been working out, not working out, helping out. And then um, there was this funny one, which is where we got the opening from, where um, they started <laughs> they started announcing some of the people was going to be in the team. Um, what is it, Black what? Uh, I'm going to say Black Adam. I know it's not Black Adam. Sam Samson. Black Samson. <laughs> I feel like that wasn't it either, but. I think it is. It's Black Samson. Um, Obviously, robot. He's going to be leading. He's Black Samson. Who's the other one? The girl who splits into peoples. Shrinking Ray. Shrinking Ray. Multi Kate. Kate Multi. Duplicate. Duplicate, which is a cool name, by the way. That's really cool. Her name is Kate, but she's Duplicate. And so there's Kate Prime, and she has like two more of her, and she can multiply. That's really that's a really and cool then one. And there's Rexplode. Rexplode. There's like some teenager wrote that name, Rexplode, who is the worst human being on the planet. Really? He really is the worst. You have to see it. We're not going to tell anything about Rex. We can't tell you everything. And so. There comes this little girl, and I kid you not, I was going to laugh. Um, Invincible was there, too, and the guy said, you're going to join? He's like, no, no, I spoke to my dad, and he's going to train me alone, and so I'm not joining the team. I'm like, hmm. Very convenient. Very convenient. And so Invincible said, but I wanted to see it. Oh, wow, is that so-and-so? It's so cool. What are they doing here? And he's like, step outside. Robot's like, move out the way. So they all had to have this big, giant fight, and whoever wins as part of the team. And so he names all the people and he calls the last name, which is, what was her name? Monster Girl. Monster Girl. And I cracked up. I could not stop laughing. 
monster girl. And before I could laugh, her explosion starts laughing at her. What is this? Oh, she's so cute. Whatever it was. And then... And then he gets beat up. Loses mm. teeth. Man. Bang. Am I cute now? I said, oh, snap. And then she beat the mess out of it. He was trying to blow her up. And she was like, now that was adorable. <laughs> and it turns out she's not actually a 12-year-old girl. She just um, reverse ages every time she turns into a monster. Which we didn't find out Kinda until... like how... Until Invincible came in and said, hey, 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 guys. That's enough now. Stand down. That is enough. No, I said that that is enough, the poor little kid. And, and like, then he yeah. just hauled off and punched her in the face. And then she turned it was a girl. sonic boom. Um, kind of like what? how... Oh, then she turned to a girl and somebody said, ah, Invincible just punched a little girl. Which was like hilarious. how Banner gets a little less of Banner each time he turns into the Hulk, like for long periods of time. Yes. So then, like, eventually, if he just stays that way, it'll just be the Hulk. And the doctor will be gone. Yep. So that is Invincible 1, 2, and 3. I forgot what the second one is called, but I know the first one is It's About Time, and the last one is um, Who You Call an Ugly? Oh, After Credit Scene, Episode 3. What in Credit Scene? Oh! Oh! Damien shows up at the house in the middle of the night, and Mom is working on the computer computer freezes and he's like I'm here looking for clues about your husband casting doubt on their marriage relationship and she was like no he told me he didn't he didn't see anything he was like he didn't even like give you a little bit just to ease your mind <laughs> yeah did he, he did like, he no. not are you sure it's kind of like talking to Eve are you sure you can't eat that apple casting out that little doubt and then Omni Man comes downstairs he's like are you okay? I thought I heard something. <laughs> he's not Omni Man now. Now he's now he's Nolan. Honey, are you okay? I, I thought, thought I, heard, I something. heard something. She was like, "No, I was just coming to bed." <laughs> Why are you hating on him right now? Why? Because he has anger issues. <laughs> you want to talk about toxic masculinity? There you go. Omni Man was killing people, men and women, to secure his spot. We don't know that. Okay. We don't know that, but he we, but we do, but we do have a soul protector. Well, no, he didn't say he was supposed to be. He said he was coming to Earth to be its soul protector. However, when we put together a few things, this is our theory. The conversation he has with the mother and says, "It would be better for this family if he never got his powers." I think it would be better. Why would you say that? Then we see him wipe out the entire team. Then he tells his son, you and I will train tomorrow. Omni-Man never joined the global protecting group of people. He always stood by himself. Now he's moving his son to do the same exact thing. So our theory is, is that he's killing people so he could be the sole protector of Earth. And I think, you agree with this? He's going to have to take out his son. Maybe, so that he can be the Maybe only. he'll just be like, no, it's fine. My son is too much like me. And we'll just fight crime together. I don't know. I think it's kind of, but we'll find out. I mean, that would be your hope as a murderous father. 
that yeah. your son would turn out just like you and you won't have to kill him? Yeah. Now, which brings into question the whole thing about his planet. Is that true? Probably. Do they have all those things and they go to these different planets to I don't help know about out people? being the sole protector, but I think that they do help out. Otherwise, why would he be there? Unless he just had power issues. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's not what is. Maybe that's a lie. Maybe that's a lie. And yeah, maybe he in his own mindset, I'm going to go somewhere and be the sole protector. Maybe his species of people goes out in teams. He did say they go with other worlds and help them build and work with them. Mm-hmm. So that's our theory. We think that dad is a bad guy. And not to what you call it. And robot. Robot is up to something too. I, I We don't know what's going on because the blue twins just escaped. At least one of them did. Yeah. <laughs> there was a weapon outside and the original was like, they were like, what, what, the clone was like, what do we do? And the original was like, well, I thought you would have figured it out. Oh no. And he used him as a body shield. Yeah. I was going to end on what I said, but then you went on to tell some more. Oh, well. You should have left something for some suspense. Yes, we don't know what's going on with Robot, but we have something. We have a, sus- a s- sneaky suspicion. Anyway, um, you can catch us here next Monday, hopefully. And um, check out Invincible. It comes out on Fridays. No one knows what time the day the Amazon is producing this and putting it out, but yeah. It's about an hour-long show. It's like so, 45 minutes. Yeah. Whatever. It'll be near an hour of your time taken Oh, out. my goodness. Okay. Can't go now? Yeah. All righty. So. All righty. Have fun. Um, let us know if you enjoyed the 100 show with all of our cold openings. Well, the majority of our cold openings over the past two seasons thus far. And uh, any other thing you want to know, you've got the contact information at this moment, which is whitebeardandtk at gmail.com. We can get out of here. Hopefully, we'll catch you guys tomorrow. We'll see. Um, we are planning a trip at this particular moment. So... Uh, we do is a lot of details that we're working in. So, yeah. You ready? Yep. All right, my friends. See you around. Have Peace fun. out. Take care of one another, love one another, and have an awesome week. <laughs>